All men are born to die, we know it. We carry it with us always. If your day be today, so be it. Mine will be tomorrow. Or mine today and yours tomorrow, it matters not. What matters is that you know in your hearts that today you are that kingdom united. You are England. Each and every one of you, England is you. And it is the space between you. Fight not for yourselves, fight for that space. Fill that space, make it tissue. Make it mass, make it impenetrable. Make it yours, make it England. Make it England. Welcome to the Nomcast, the Netflix original movie podcast. I am your host, Andrew Morgan. You can follow the show at NomcastPod on Twitter and Instagram, or you can follow me at JokesOnDrew. Quick announcement right up top. If you are a fan of this podcast, odds are that you know that Martin Scorsese's latest film, The Irishman, is coming exclusively to Netflix on November 27th. But... Good news for people like me who cannot wait to see it and want to see it in a real live movie theater. That's right. If you live in Connecticut and want to see The Irishman on the big screen, you can. Starting November 15th, Holiday Cinemas in Wallingford will have a limited run of The Irishman on the big screen. And what's even better than that, the Nomcast will be there opening night on November 15th alongside some of your favorite Connecticut podcasters taking your opinions on the movie. I'm so excited at the thought of meeting you guys and sharing this experience, but tickets are moving fast, so get your opening night tickets now online at HolidayCinemas10.com. That's HolidayCinemas10.com for tickets right now all right so let us dive right into our movie review for this episode which is netflix's latest attempt at tales of medieval monarchy the king and no this is not the similarly tiled medieval epic outlaw king which came around this time last year this is a fresh take on the shakespeare story of henry v's rise to power during the hundred years war Timothy Chalamet plays the aforementioned King Henry V. Co-writer of the film, Joel Edgerton inserts himself into the role of Sir John Falstaff. And Robert Pattinson goes all in on his portrayal of the Dauphin of France. In the house to give us the royal treatment is our special return guest, film reviewer Chris Frodell of Arguing With Myself. You can read his reviews on sites like Pinacomics.com, or you can follow him on social media under Arguing With Myself. If you like what you hear in this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe to the Nomcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get quality podcasts. And be sure to give us a five-star review. Okay, thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoy it. And I hope to see all the Nomcast fans at Holiday Cinemas on November 15th for The Irishman. All right, give me that chime. I told you my issues with, with Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, Just he just doesn't give me that, that warm and fuzzy feeling. Yeah, elaborate on that because I remember we were kind of like touching on it that you were like, it's not, a f- like you're not offended by it. You don't have a hatred for him. 
there's just something yeah, about just, him that you're well, just I not think on. The, the first time I noticed him was uh, Lady Bird. Yeah, same. And uh, but when I looked to his uh, IMDb, I'm like. This guy was in everything. Yeah. Weirdly enough, I was a watcher of Royal Pains, and I didn't remember that that was him until I watched this like retrospect, short retrospective video of him on IMDb, and he was like, not a, he wasn't a regular character, right. but he was like a reoccurring thing that he was in a few episodes. He would come in and out. He was just in the Hamptons Beach community. This little yeah, yeah. good go getter kid, and I, I was like, oh shit, that is him. And I forgot um, he was in Interstellar. Yeah, yeah. Like he was a brother at fifteen, and he's prominent. Like when you look back, you're like, "Oh right, yeah, yeah." Well, yeah. I only cared about the daughter and the father's relationship, and for sure, it is the biggest part. Yeah. The daughter. <laughs> Don't get me started. Yeah. No, but uh, I cry at everything now. Oh my! I'm God. such a softy ever since I, I became a, a parent. Before. Yeah, I had some of that, and, and then, then now it now bur- it, the a, dam is bursted. It's like burst? some of the bursts. Burst. Dam has burst. Yes. I think that's true. Okay. It's like moose. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) There was more than one or one? Moose. Right. (laughs) It's not answering my question, you bastard. Yeah. Yeah. I think (laughs) I've said it's moosen in uh, (laughs) Brian Regan voice two of the last four episodes. So at least I'm staying on brand. Oh, God. Moosen. Moosen. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I was just like, his character in Lady Bird. I'm just like, this kid thinks he's so cool. That's cool. Is but that- that's his character, too. Right. But isn't it so hard when it's the first time you see anyone and you're like, that's how he is all the time. Right. You know, it's hard um, to shake what you see when you first see them, unless they follow it up with something yeah. like iconic. Like when you see, you know, it doesn't happen to say like Bill Murray. It's like yeah. Bill Murray's Bill Murray all the time. Yeah. So you can kind of be like, I like Bill Murray, yeah. but if you start kind of wise, being a jerk, like it's hard James to Spader. shake being a jerk. Yeah, like you get typecasted pretty, especially yeah. if you're good at it. Oh yeah, but he's too pretty. He will. He couldn't stay a jerk long. Yeah, he wasn't gonna be like you said. Almost like the James Spader thing. He kind of played a heel a little bit in the '80s, obviously, oh, yeah. and kind of went through it. And he kind of leaned into it. But yep. Chalamet is a baby face. There is no way that kid was going to stay being like kind of riding the line yeah. of inappropriate artistic jerk. Although weirdly enough, he is kind of like a like a New York theater kid. So yeah. he's got kind of that, you know, built uh, I don't not him personally, but he has kind of that built-in pretension look. <laughs> you know, that Thank somehow you. That's, that's that's And his name is Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. Like, you know, he has not, No, not Timothy with a Y. It's No, it's with double E. Yeah, it has to be. Has to be. Uh, yeah. Um so there was that. And then um after oh, Lady uh, Bird, sorry, uh, Lady Bird, and then it yeah, was, and then call uh, me by your call name. Call me by your name. Yeah, and I just like he's just this whiny kid. Like I know the right. character; he's going through it. He's yeah, he's immature. He's, right, has this fascination for Army Hammer's character. Right, and it's just perfect, perfect yeah. casting. Right, but I just didn't really care for the the hype of that movie. It just yeah, I saw it. It was droning. It was very slow paced. Right, and Army Hammer. Army Hammer's character seemed to be like, you know, flippant mm. of him, like through most of the film. And I'm just right. Like, yeah. What, you know, what, where, where's the, where's the, uh, the budding relationship between right. these two? They had like one afternoon together where they're riding bikes. Yeah. And that's all it took. 
Are you saying our time together last time was not enough? Ours is more believable (laughs) than that. Right, yeah. Would you like a peach? Yeah. (laughs) I actually have a peach tree in the backyard when I moved here, so it's turning into something surreal right now. Oh, God. But to your point, though, at least Call Me By Your Name is, uh, it's not, it's a departure from Lady Bird, but it's not something to me that it shows me that he can act, that he's a a cut above, like he's with Lucas Hedges and some of these other young actors that I really like to see what they're going to do. I just, for me, hadn't seen him kind of like lock into something that I can, I personally can sink my teeth into. I like Lady Bird, but he's not the point of Lady Bird. He's good, but he's not a standout that I'm going to be like, oh, that guy. Oh, yeah. And and so now I'm kind of like putting the pieces together. And 2019, he's kind of like hit that stride at least a little bit in terms of he was in a Woody Allen movie that I won't see because I'm just creeped out at this point, I think. Uh, that some Rainy Day in New York? Nope. Right. <laughs> and I think it got lost in the shuffle too, even though it has prominent cast people like Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. And yet it got you know kind of a little bit panned especially as far as Woody Allen is concerned and whatever. So it kind of got lost in the shuffle, but at least that kind of kicked off his year. Now he's doing the King here and then he's doing like little women's getting these huge glowing reviews right before the King comes out. So I can definitely see something to where we, we, uh, we did the laundromat on this show only a couple episodes ago and we were kind of saying that then to listen to your no hey yeah i'm not putting you on the spot but something that we say in there is that this kind of it's a great meryl performance but in a way it's kind of like the precursor of like upping her like hey i'm back here i'm great but it's not enough meat on the bone to kind of give her a nomination from it but yeah. it's enough to get people to be like, yeah, she was awesome in that. But wait until you see her in Little Women in like another month. Yeah. So because she, she's, do, she's doing that. And now Timothy Chalamet is kind of doing the same thing where it's like he's really good in this, I think. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, yeah. and but I think this movie will largely be overshadowed or overlooked uh, in the in in the twofold version of Netflix has a bunch of stuff that they're going to push yeah. real soon. Yeah. We, Irishman is in theaters right now yeah. in in select locations, so that's already getting all the Netflix attention. Yeah. And then once December hits, you got Marriage Story and the Two Popes that they say are going to have that same type of vibe. Yeah. So this movie is going to be if you're not in the moment watching it right now and you're not looking for anything else that's on the platform at least, yeah. this is the only thing that's new and original you know that's really right there if you've already seen Dolomite is my name I guess right, yeah. but this is what's available right now and it's a I think it's a good movie and I I, I when I watch it the first time fuck daylight savings first and foremost <laughs> because it screwed up my sleep <laughs> schedule so much that when I tried to watch this multiple times yeah it's a hard movie to like sit in the dark at the end of the day kind of like because it's very slow and methodical when you're trying to watch it as a full sit down instead of like breaking it down watching scene by scene or anything Mm -hmm. when you're taking it and it's full especially that first act it is very deliberate and slow which i don't mind especially when it matches the tone and it kicks you all the way through with a consistent tone 
great. That means I know you know what you're doing and what you you thought this out. Yeah. However, when your kids suck on on uh, daylight savings changeover and everything else, and and you're uh, not to uh, you know. Yeah, up late at night uh, oh, doing yeah. podcasting stuff already. Uh, yeah, you might uh, fall asleep once or twice. So, with that said, I think with multiple viewings now, I've come to appreciate it a lot more. Yeah, and I think this is a a good movie that when I did do kind of like a scene by scene look at it, yeah, to kind of take notes and do everything, it actually increased my likeness for it too. Uh, how do you feel? A general, general well, feelings I was on it. Say, uh, yes, it was slow and methodical in the beginning, and uh, it it kind of um, it picks up. Yeah, a, a little past the halfway mark. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, like after he turns king, you would say, like once the call to war probably happens. I think. Um, I think it it picks up right when we meet um robert uh, pattinson yes yeah so he's already in war is what you're saying yeah yeah yeah. he is uh it's interesting i think i had in my notes that right before you meet pattinson there is a lull uh where they're kind of doing the basics of war it's kind of like they when they attack that castle and and you know it's just yeah it's literally just like the equivalent of just if you were just hucking rocks at something yeah. and then you're like, oh, someone said to stop throwing rocks. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. And, and then it's all just basic conversations and d- deliberate stuff, stuff that's yeah. important if you break down the quotes in terms of the message and everything else of things that are happening there. Well, I think the first half, half of the movie is everyone trying to tell him how to, to be king. Yes. And he's just like hold on right well first it's the reluctance to even be king king. and then it's thrust upon him and then you're seeing yeah everybody wanting to put their stamp and specifically william uh played by sean harris right that's his name the guy from uh, yes from uh mission impossible uh, if you're familiar with the last couple uh he he's a pretty prominent bad guy character in that and yeah, he's really good. I like it, and I liked him in this too. He, because he's in, in in the Mission Impossible movies, he has a similar look. Maybe not as that medieval kind of right. flop hair, that nasty like unshowered. Yes, well, because they grayed him out and did yeah. everything else yeah, uh, to do so. But in this one, he definitely has that slow burn, poison in the ear, kind of like saddle up character without yeah. being over the top sinister like the movie doesn't right. play to what he's doing because there is co- the twist coming at the end yeah i was gonna say that so that's the, it, the big part it, it, I, and i think that's again why this movie gets better with multiple viewings because when you watch it if you're not familiar did you see the kenneth branagh henry v? no I haven't, okay no. I mean, these are two very different movies, especially because one, they thought back then, I think it's 1989, Kenneth Branagh did Henry V. They thought he was flipping Shakespeare on its ear, but at least they held to a lot of the same things that Shakespeare, the Shakespearean mood and feel of a play and kind of a lot of the same beats Mm -hmm. stay there, except it's just bigger budget and they could do more. And so, but Branagh's, a traditional Shakespeare actor yeah. and he's directing that one too. So it kind of plays to that same feel, but it was just different enough that people went, Ooh. Yeah. but then we went through that whole period of the nineties where 
everybody started doing Shakespeare stuff slightly different. And now at least it's been dormant for a while. I mean, shit, 10 Things I Hate About You is a Shakespearean ripoff. Right. So uh, you're seeing all these versions of that. Even that shitty Othello movie, Oh, with Josh Hartnett and um, uh, Mackay Pfeiffer and... I want to say Julia Stiles is in that, but I might be wrong. But um, so that was trash. You had the you know the Romeo and Juliet up you know the Claire Danes and Leo version. You had all those things come out in the '90s that were like, all right, fuck Shakespeare. I'm done with Shakespeare. And then we didn't do it for a while. Every now and then you'll see some little thing pop up. But this, it doesn't feel like Shakespeare, even though the classic story structure feels like it which is yeah. what you really want i personally i i can give a shit about the uh pantameter or whatever the 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 shakespearean language beats oh, yes. that he uses um that i'm gonna butcher obviously what the what the name of it is but they instead of getting so lost in in the in the word structure and the and oh, yeah. the po- poetry of the words yep. I want to know the essence, especially on something like this that is a call to war action type movie. Yeah. And that's the one thing that I've seen about this movie. I realize I'm rambling slightly, no. but the uh, this Your movie starts here. as a coming of age movie yeah. and it stays with it. But then at some point it does kind of get into relationships and and betrayal and, and the kind of the real politics of war and yeah. wartime that... Um, did you know that Game of Thrones is based on this era? No. Yeah. I thought it was on its own. No, I guess uh, maybe at some point George Martin uh, said that uh, it was based on the Hundred Years' War. Okay, yeah. So, which, because, you know, for how long Game of Thrones seems to be going, it feels like a hundred years are going by, and, and it's going to be multiple generations of problems, and, yep. and this is kind of where this falls. From what I understand, uh, if you watch Game of Thrones, no. no. Okay, so, like, this is kind Spoil of... Spoil away. <laughs> this is uh, probably the midpoint uh, yep. of the, you know, hundred years war analogy in this point, because, yep. uh, you know, obviously... Your mark got it. Well, you figure his dad dies in his late forties, which is like old age in, in yeah. you know this era. Long, um, long life. Yeah, <laughs> he, but he uh, he he obviously is part of the history before that, and then whatever comes after. So this is where you're seeing just constant, constant war between all of the UK, and then obviously wherever England wanted to spread its seed, well, mark its territory. Thing, uh, uh, Henry the Fourth. Yes. Um, ben Mendelssohn. Men- Mendelssohn. Mendelssohn. Yeah. Mendelssohn. Mendelssohn. But with Whatever. an HN. It's very baffling. Very, I know. very English. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he, he, by accounts, was considered like more reactionary. Yeah. Uh, in, in how he decided to pursue uh, his enemies and, yes. and going to war. He was more. You know, yep. Send someone to yeah to murder that person. Yes, yeah, yeah. Where, he's betrayed me. Yeah. Like even just that one scene in in the very beginning yeah, where that table. that yeah, yeah, it's a very you know uh, this confrontation you know in someone on his side in his camp and just completely turns him. He's like, yep, he's gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, it's very quick how yeah. those things go. 
and then uh you know to have his son be just like whoa 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 hold on let's right. think about this right yeah what think yeah <laughs> you know? yeah archbishop is in his ear going yeah you should do this yeah so hold on bish okay. yeah oh, oh did you do that last part on purpose i did yeah <laughs> that lisp you know, I was oh waiting. I was like, waiting in his speech. Right. I didn't know if he was channeling something, whether it was yeah. like accurate to the character right. or whether he was this just. This archbishop was known to have, have a lisp. I got this. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, is he channeling Princess Bride right now? Is he yes. going to say marriage? Marriage. Marriage is what brings us together today. Is I that what's so. going through? There are so many characters in here that smack of a lot of the comedies that I like from yeah. period pieces like this. Like he smacked of Princess Bride. When I first started hearing Robert Pattinson, all I can think about is John Cleese in Holy Grail. Well, what are you then? I'm French. Why do you think I have this outrageous accent, you silly king? Kind of, you know, smacking his helmet and and taunting the English from the top of his castle. You know, the Eureka of Elleberries I thought was going to come out of his fucking mouth. And there's so many characters. And it's, I kind of like that. I kind of like that when Pattinson shows up, there are goofy parts. And I like that even Edgerton as, as Falstaff has a lot of, Moments of just being kind of this elder statesman, you know, half drunk, you know, uh, old veteran that just gets to be kind of fast and loose and, you know, on the other side of it. So he doesn't give a shit. Yeah. So uh, his introduction was pretty good. He comes into the room. You know, he's been stabbed. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's he's going to hell to be like, yeah, fix this. Yeah. And when he does, he laughs for being, you know, <laughs> cauterize the wound. Yeah, exactly. So that, it's so, pretty amazing. Uh, I, I like, uh, I, I wasn't always a fan of uh, Joel's yeah. uh, acting. I always thought he was like, there's something about that guy. I don't know. Well, I don't know. He's not that great. Yeah. I mean, I, I liked him. Well, to be honest, I don't know when you when you first saw him, but the first thing I saw him in was Warrior. Same. And I fucking love that movie that movie made me i was standing a yeah. standing o at the end i was like yes because it is a charged movie oh, that's is. probably one of the first times i saw tom hardy too that is a rousing movie it's a, a with heart and great you know this is like early mma oh, yeah, you know yeah. it's it's got everything it, it's so timely it's like 2011 it's like the first time we're getting a lot of these things including exactly. those two guys and it's so good and uh yeah, that was the first time I saw him, but... But then he does stuff like Bright, and you're like, what's happening? Yeah, what's 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 going on? And then you're also in the sequel that nobody wants. Oh, God, don't. Just, <laughs> just let's, let's not. Okay? Yeah. Let's make a nice time of, yeah. of our, 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 our talking of this movie. Yeah. Let um, Will Smith go and do Gemini Man 2-2 two, two, uh, <laughs> to uh, follow the theme. 2-X-2. Two two. Yeah. Um, but I forgot. That was him. Yeah. And then I, I forget what I saw after, but I'm just like, something about that guy. I like him in Zero Dark night. 30 a lot. Didn't see that. Oh, okay. Didn't see that. But I I saw the gift late, mm. Um, but I was just like, man, man, this guy can act. I'm here because you are my friend. <laughs> a king has no friends. A king has only followers and foe 
the interesting thing i didn't know how versed he was in writing because he is the 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 co-writer of this film yep uh he's had he's had a bunch of ideas come through where people took like either story by ideas or he wrote them out himself he wrote boy erased he wrote the gift he wrote he wrote the rover with uh david michaud who's the director of this and and obviously co-writes this one as well so they're kind of from what i understand they have kind of an australian compound with like-minded artistic Mm -hmm. fellows and these two are a part of that and they kind of you know work together like this uh the cinematographer adam archipaw who uh also did uh, Animal Kingdom with Michaud. Uh, he's right. also done Shakespeare before. He did the Macbeth that came out only last year or two years ago. And uh, you know, so he he's got he's tied in with those guys. He'll be in those meetings. Uh, other producers that Michaud's yeah. work. They have this nice little collective oh, yeah. that they love to just do as a go to, and I really enjoy that for some oh, yeah. reason. And I uh... I like friendship. That's what I like. I don't like the That's the stuffy why we're Hollywood here right now. Exactly. Um, but it was funny, yeah, going through IMDb and and seeing uh, everyone's uh, body of work. Yeah. Uh, I saw the director did this movie, Spider. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, Spider, and I'm doing other things. I'm searching through, and then it would come up again. I'm like. Okay, this person was attacked. <laughs> right, yeah. I'm like, man, everyone just works together, huh? Yeah. Well, Pattinson worked with them before, too. Yeah. Because uh, the rover uh, kind of had a lot of these people who are all involved yeah. kind of in it. I know that was a Michaud and Edgerton, and 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 I I forgot whether Adam Arkapod was on that, too. It's and then obviously, I know. And I, you know, but they're good at it. Yeah. And here's the thing. They get all these guys to work together, and now they've kicked it up a notch by including Brad Pitt in all of this because this is a Plan B movie. Yep, I know it says right off the the bat, and uh, I didn't hear anything about that until it came up on screen. I'm like, oh, I guess they're producing this, aren't they? It made me feel bad because I only started this podcast uh, December of 2018. So I watched some previous Netflix movies, but not all, of course. Mm -hmm. And in 2017, Plan B, David Michaud, made a movie together called War Machine that stars Brad Brad Pitt. Pitt. And I haven't seen it yet. But now I'm like, God, I should have, you know, obviously watched that before I started talking about this. Because at least it would get me uh, an idea. I know it was not widely accepted. It wasn't like a, a critically acclaimed version that was sitting on until i came through right uh, and this is a brad pitt movie so you would think that it would have come through but i mean plan b they make all the hits and that was part of the conversation about this movie not to derail you too much but plan b in 2017 uh, talking about netflix films they made okja which now Uh, director bong is the man now with parasite coming out and we're we're actually going to do okja very soon we're going to do it this month uh and then war machine they produced that as well and then if you look at their track record in the last two years they have oscar sites all over them and i don't know if it's the brad pitt association or whether he has great taste but like in 2018 they did vice and they did if beale street could talk both which got several nominations uh and at one point they were talking vice you know might take it all at some point it didn't and it didn't it largely didn't get received like uh, it didn't receive too many awards 
but there was that conversation for quite a bit of time. And then coming into 2019, uh, at Astra, the the Brad Pitt movie yep. is a Plan B production, and you had the last Black Man in San Francisco, which is getting a lot of critical praise. And and who's in that one? It's not someone major oh, or anything, sorry. so I don't have it at the at the no, ready. That's fine. That's uh. But it, it's an indie that's getting a lot of praise, and it's I have something heard about it. But I I just. Didn't right. know who's attached to it. Right. Other than Plan B. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, and then now this movie. So, yeah. when you see that pedigree coming through, and they've won, th- they have three Oscar uh, Best Picture winners under. Uh, they did Twelve Years a Slave, yeah. Moonlight, and The Departed. Uh, so, and really? I- and if you look. Moneyball and the Big Short were also Plan B. So, because wow. they've been around since I want to say 2011 when it was originally Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston's yeah. company, yep. and then it, you know, once they were no longer and yeah. everything else, uh, it turned into Brad bought everybody out and then hired some people to help him but run even it. Even on their breakup, didn't they keep the company together for a bit? Maybe like two years. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, To be honest, I didn't know about the company until 12 Years a Slave. Like, it wasn't a big deal. Like, I didn't know The Departed for sure and Moneyball were under Pitt's company. You know, the the other names, weirdly enough, (laughs) that were big enough uh, uh, on the director side that I was just like, fuck everybody else. (laughs) Uh, I'm like, totally. Yeah, Scorsese. yeah, Yeah. You know, Fincher. Yes, please. You know, Aaron Sorkin. Cool. Yeah. You know, so I, I had no idea until probably Twelve Years a Slave one. Then it was like, oh, okay, it's Brad Pitt's company. Yeah, I can't recall when uh, when I knew about it, but uh, yeah, I've always liked him as an actor, and I was just like, oh, he's got Love his Brad own company. Pitt. Great. Yeah, and but, he's he's got incredible taste, and that's why. Yeah. So I thought this one had, and a lot of people did. It's Timothy Chalamet on a, in a Brad Pitt produced movie, yeah. and it's a period piece. It's yep. like holy shit, this has got Oscar written all over it. And I think in a different year, that might be the case. If this was two years, especially even last year with Roma, you might have been able to sneak this one in to get some nominations. I'm not saying exactly best picture, but Netflix would have made a bigger push. I think this year, the three bigs are going to cloud everything and this movie is going to get overlooked, unfortunately that's the thing like you don't know what's going to make it and what's going to fall no. to the wayside with any nomination yeah because there's there, there's been surprises every year yeah uh snubs that yeah. you're just like how could they not yeah you know but i guess it just depends on the uh the big campaign for for these people and yeah you know if they really believe in something they should push for it. Yeah. If they they think this is uh this should be a contender for best picture, right? Push for it. Sure. But it's hard know. to spread resource. Unfortunately, really this is, turns yeah. into the same problem like politics comes into where it's like, well, we narrow down the candidates for a reason because we can only provide so much money financially, you know, financial support and just physical marketing support to certain things. And and unfortunately studios do this all the time and it's even worse for the international awards because usually it's country picks one movie of a whole fucking country to say, this is what we're backing and it gets even more muddied. So sometimes you get some really good stuff that gets lost in the shuffle. Yeah. But this movie, getting back to it a little bit, the the performances I thought were largely very good. I, I can't say I, I was actually sat. Well, a lot of times when I like a movie, yep. 
these particular podcasts, it's not as you can't dig as deep. You know what I mean? Because okay. like you kind of just go, yeah, they were really good. I don't have a lot of things to say. It's really good. You should check it out. Like it's so right. basic. You know, there's yeah. like certain things that you're like, yeah, there's good messages in it. There's this, whatever. Yeah. But if there's something wrong with you, you kind of like can let your mind wander and be like, well, if they may have done this, I don't know if they've done yeah. this. Cause if you look at the history of this, you can kind of like play, you know, Monday morning quarterback. Yeah, exactly. This one though, I, I think speaks to the Testament that like in doing the notes and kind of rewatching, I kind of was more admiring and kind of the one thing I, I will say for a war time movie yeah. with war scenes, I think any of the scenes where there's more, than just like a one-on-one battle yep it seems like i've seen more people on a field in a football game like they didn't have the budget to be last season the game of thrones where it's like a whole city of people on one page uh you know it it doesn't work Uh, they can't do it so you end up seeing these battles that look like it's like 50 people yeah when it's like these are two giant countries war machines (laughs) you know it's kind of it's it's hard to imagine like this tiny camp of people is the whole army of you know england and france which at the time is the whole center of the world so you know it's hard it's hard to swallow but even the scenes that like the famous king henry the fifth speech you know the rallying cry and and some of these other pieces they do a good job at least framing to where i don't dwell on that fact but I, right. it's noticeable at times, but I don't dwell. What, what did you think of the action? Because to me, I think largely the movie works well on its dialogue and on its like more subtler scenes rather yeah. than the war stuff. Uh, I I didn't feel that way with the major battle mm. uh, at the end. The mud battle. The, the mud the, battle. Yeah. Uh, and then to find out that they had 300 people. Right. Uh, 380 horses what was that and you're was saying like, in reality or in, in the in shoot reality of oh, okay. Filming and whatnot. oh okay like, wow, that's a lot of people yeah but um it doesn't feel like it which is weird i have to say if this is how they fought back then yeah i'd be like who am i stabbing right who, who am <laughs> yeah. i getting at yeah because uh, it, it could be my side that i'm yeah i'm i've never understood killing. the broadsword thing is that uh, you'd have to be so muscular to really get some roundhouse yeah. uh swipes at somebody with that like when when that first fight when you see the duel between yeah. chalamet and the the prince of scotland i want to say is who they were fighting the scottish yeah. rebels or whatever when they're fighting uh, when they're squaring he took, off he took the uh he took the battle from his brother yes yeah. in that moment which by the way i'll get to that in a sec mm-hmm. Um, because I'm very curious to know your background and how you examine that scene. So in that scene though, he grabs a small almost, you know, dagger yeah. and and ends somebody by getting up underneath the, yeah. the helmet and and getting into the throat. And you know, it, it seems like why doesn't everybody just have two daggers? Yeah, you know. Just have two daggers. But I'm also saying this like daggers were easy to come by right. back in the you know the Well, you saw the uh you know, at the the battle, they're like, "Yeah, oh, got to take this back up." Yeah, this, yeah. Oh, this is a nice one. I'm taking this. right, you know? exactly. Yeah, picking it up like uh, like crops. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I, I getting into that scene a little bit. I'm curious. So, uh, do you have brothers or sisters? I do. I have uh, an older older brother. Uh, 
Yes. Oh, right. Uh, we were talking about that off air before. Yeah. Uh, so how bad did you feel for Timothy when he's like, but but this was my fight? Yeah. Kind of a, like a, like a well, classic. Didn't I say that? You, you said Timothy. You meant his his brother, right? Yeah, meaning yeah. It, the oh, characters. Oh, how, uh, yeah, yeah. The, uh, Hal's younger brother, Timothy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Sorry. Yeah, I know it's <laughs> confusing because it's Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, he's he's about to inherit a throne. Yeah. He's this is his big coming out right. party, and his big brother ri- literally rides yeah. in on his horse, yeah, no, and, and he's like, "Listen." I don't want you to die. I'm not going to die. I'm yeah. going to do real good. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you'll do real good. Yeah, yeah. Let's not have everybody die, please. Yeah. And, and just kind of takes over. And I I felt for him as a younger brother, because I am one, and I felt for him, because you ever been- How did Jerry at- wrong you? <laughs> <laughs> All the ways. Anything you're thinking of. Uh, no. But obviously, there's always yeah. battles with your brother growing up, especially, you know, I'm only two years younger than my brother. So it's, Three. you know, you've you've been in the same school together before where it's like they're the big shit and they're the older yeah. upperclassmen. And you're just a lowly peon at some points. And and not only that, but then obviously whatever goes on at home, sharing rooms or any of that kind of stuff. Of course. This was classic in terms of those type of brother relationships yeah. that I was like, Oh, I feel so bad, but I also don't want to hear you whine. This is yeah. bullshit. But it's the like, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, I, I was you. I don't want to be you. Not yeah, that scale. But yeah. you know, yeah. when it's just like I got this. No, 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 no. I got this. Yeah, it's like no, no, no. You you can't take this from me. But, but didn't you know? Didn't it feel like any small business you've ever seen where it's like you know t- Timothy's like the. Ki- the good dutiful son who's been working yeah. the cash registers busting his ass staying late yeah. and he's like i'm gonna inherit this one day yeah. and you have that fuck off older brother <laughs> that like the dad just wants to give it to his eldest because right. that's what he's pictured since yeah. that kid was born he but he's a fuck sale. off giving it to him right yeah <laughs> he walks in and he it clicked all of a sudden, <laughs> and he's like, "Fine, I'll take over the company." He's like, "Wait, but I actually want to uh, do this. This, and, this company will thrive. I have ideas." Like, <laughs> yeah, what? right. Dude, Somehow he woke up and he's like, "Listen, I have a business plan. Yeah. I've had it for years. Yeah. I just didn't want to do this because I hate you." Yeah, uh, yeah. and dad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, I felt so bad yeah, for him in that classic sense. It was, yeah. yeah. And to do it in front of everyone, he's just like, "No, it's mine." I know. It's like no. Yeah. I got this. Oh, because you ever have those? Mm. Like a family battle in public? That that's that's horrifying for me. It's like, oh, so we're doing this? Like, yeah. <laughs> Drudging up all the memories. Just fan out those tears. Man out those tears. Can we tears. just pause for a second? <laughs> You're not always just arguing with Man, yourself, no, apparently, no, Chris. No, but I keep it internal. Uh. No, it's uh, yeah, it, that's tough, but that's but a that's a fun scene though, and I think that's really to me where obviously that's the first call to action for him. Yeah, that it if and, and it feels it picks up the movie. I think picks up a little bit with that scene. Hmm. Yeah. No, I still say even keel until you know later, but um, no, it, it, and that's the thing. It's you know, it's not it's not going to be battle after battle. No, you know, and it can't that gets be exhausting. Yeah. It really does. It's like, yes, we get it. We, they won this one. Right. They got casualties with this one. Right. You move on. You see You see who surrounds him. Right. Hal or, yeah. you know, Henry, whatever you want to call. Right. Uh, 
you see the type of people who are in his ear. Yeah. Uh, people trying to sway his decisions. Yeah. But, you know, I think that's more fulfilling to see something like that. Right. Instead of having battle after battle. For sure. I, there, There is a fine line with period pieces. Mm-hmm especially if you're adapting Shakespeare, oh, yeah. that you can easily have these boring, flat, you know, uh, pretentious, uh, god-awful <laughs> renditions oh, of yeah. such a thing that you're just like, God, get to the fucking point. Yeah. You know, and and even when it has a decent payoff, you're just like, God, that took so long to get here, I was checked out an hour ago. Yeah. This movie, even though I thought it was very slow and, uh, pace to start. Yeah, I think, especially on rewatch, that it's not as slow as I thought. I think a lot of it. Uh, I, I think, Probably especially that. Watch it again. Yeah, especially that. now that you know the key characters, the, uh, the people, the key on yeah. like knowing to seeing when the seeds are being you know put into young Hal Henry's yeah. head uh, to see how all these things unfold. I think the dad stuff you need it. And you needed to get out of the way. And I think they do a very good job. When I first watched, I was like, oh, God, like, how far are we into this movie? You know, kind of yeah. a little bit. And then watching, I was more impressed that I was like, oh, shit, half hour into this movie, the dad's gone. He's yep. king. And we're already in in the throes of some real stuff. And it was only a half hour in. I was like, oh, yeah. gee, on a, on a two hour and 20 minute movie. Yeah. And I'm like. Oh, they could have drawn that out for the first half of the movie and have the back half kind of be his ascension. But no, they they made this a three-parter where it's the reluctance, the acceptance and 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 his initial stuff and then the true lessons are in the back half. I don't know if you've had uh this thought where it was like Oh my God! There's 20, 25 minutes left of this movie, and they just defeated France. Yeah, <laughs> and you're just like, um, what the fuck? Are the credits this long? Like, I don't yeah. know how long are these credits? Uh, I, Actually, speaking of which, uh, yeah. when I did get to the end of it, you know, credits are rolling. And yeah, I, uh, I think I went to stop it, and I saw there was like ten minutes left. Yeah, oh yeah, like, there is a lot. That's gotta of... be. Oh yeah, that's gotta be a lot of people in. Oh yeah. I so mean, I was like, okay, I'm done with this. Yeah, it's yeah. not Marvel. It's not going to be, uh, you know, post credit scene. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and if there is, oh my god, oh, that would god. be so great. That, be like, I've always wanted that. To where these like super serious movies have like these like buried at uh, the back, back god. end, where you're like, wait, why are the house lights still on? It'd be <laughs> hilarious for Scorsese to do that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, guess what? I uh, I do like some stuff Mar- uh, Marvel puts out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be topical. Great. No. That would be fantastic if you're in the Irishman. The movie ends. It's already a three and a half hour or a three and a half hour long movie, and then in the credits, oh, they do the de aging of De Niro all the way back to when he's a baby, oh, and they do God. baby De Niro oh. as like a like yeah. Exactly. Some milk. Yeah. Some, no. <laughs> no one could see that. I'm sorry. He's just sucking on a tit, going. <laughs> You looking at me? You looking at me? <laughs> you know why I'm here. I'm yeah. sucking your tit. Oh, why are you looking at me? <laughs> I got nipples, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Even better. Where were we? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
No, but it, it's uh, the the pacing. If it's done well, uh, I don't mind a slow pace. And, yeah. And this was at first. I was like, wow, if, if this is the pace throughout the whole film, yeah, this is going to be a chore to go yeah. through. But like I said, you know, you you thought it it picked up sooner than I did, right? Um, but you've watched this more than I have. I would uh, say even at first twice. watch, I oh, think okay. I think it picks up, but definitely at second watch. Uh, but, uh, now that you know the beats, oh yeah, I think it's easier to click in early, and then you can appreciate when it truly tries to pick up the pace yeah yeah so when it was uh when it was going and then it, it for me picked up i was just like okay now we're getting into the meat of it right i i and pattinson's a cartoon character he really is and I yeah think he was he uh i think behind the scenes he was given carte blanche to to be that outlandish. yes yes uh you know with the french accent <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> You wonder why I have come? Hmm? Do you wonder this? I have not come to offer you surrender, if that is what you're hoping. I have come to describe for you your end days. The screams of your men as they die slow. And so, King of uh, England, you seem so intent on making France your new home. So let me help you. I'll drain your body of its blood and bury it under a tree. A little French tree. Very young. Very small. Just per chance that is fitting of your mind for you to come here. Small. And maybe you're. I mean, no, your balls must be big, no? Giant balls. <laughs> Giant balls. With a tiny cock. <laughs> and the sound of your wives and children weeping shall lull me to sleep at night. And and the fact that he... Uh, <laughs> the big balls and yes, the and tiny the little cock. <laughs> little cock. Oh, man. So good. But he that whole that whole exchange is perfect. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I, whoa, the the big um, I guess his first dinner as as Kang. Oh, the, know, gifts? Where, the gifts. The gifts. Ner- the yeah, gifts. yeah. And uh, and the ball. Yeah, the ball and, heard around the world. And I'm just yeah. I'm I'm watching. It's darkly lit. Yes. And uh, I'm just like, is that a ball? Did he just take a ball out of that? And it has stitching like a baseball, right? Yeah, which uh, I found but he interesting. He bounced it pretty good. I know. Yeah, yeah. He so, back. He had it off the wall there, pretty good. But uh, yeah, like uh, I just I didn't expect certain beats. Yeah. To be in a period piece. Yeah. Such as the reveal of the ball. Yes. Um, but it's uh. Well, you see, after almost every thrust towards a possible French insult. 
there's always a powwow with William right afterwards. Yeah. Where he, he starts to like justify and add context like hey maybe this uh we should do something about this you yeah. know there's always that little bit after every single one of these like after the archbishop goes on his uh lispy thing about yeah. the the friend uh, the claim to the french throne being yeah. uh incorrect or you know out of yeah. bounds for what the laws were or uh the, the ball scenario the assassin mm-hmm. um which if anything, I thought the assassin was so like when I first watched it, yeah. I was like, "Really? You have no questions for this guy?" Oh, like meaning William, like yeah, yeah. Where did, like he asked all those questions way down the line of like, "Where did you say you met him? Where did this guy come from?" Yeah. I thought it was very like he was so trusting and naive, and yeah, I think it's know, meant uh, that way. This is the problem. I was gonna say, so we 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 yeah. are not that that we have to wait for spoilers, but yes, like, yeah. yeah, I want to I want to talk about that because yeah. you know what the spoilers happened two hundred years ago. Oh, <laughs> yeah. See, no, I totally yeah. forgot that. I totally forgot that. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, that I I thought William was. He plays the friend. He plays the confidant. Yeah, the, yeah. The, I was just gonna say the uh, he he seemed like a guy that was on the same page as Hal. Yeah, uh, and was just like, well, if that's what you want, yeah, you know. And it starts so early because when you rewatch it, you don't realize kind of like how early he was truly doing this. He's the person who delivers the news that you know his father's dying. Yeah, and and you have that conversation of him trying to like level with this still you know, half drunk and checked out, you know, post fight version of how, yeah, uh, post winning that duel with the, the other prince. So he's a different person, but he's just now completely checked out and then also gets the news about his brother's death. So yeah, which was like, you know, off screen is like, Oh yeah, your brother's dead. Yeah. It's a lot oh. to take in. Your dad's about to die. Your yeah. st- brother just died. And that's why he comes in hot, uh to his father's deathbed essentially uh and literally pulls the covers off him and and makes him feel the cold i thought that scene was less impactful than i'd hoped i thought that one was going to be more of like a because he came in so hot that i thought it was going to be a bigger argument yeah but it wasn't i don't think it fails because he he saves it with the speech afterwards to everybody else in the room but the father-son moment i was hoping for a little bit more and i guess if anything could have been a little more impactful that probably was it yeah because the the previous encounters with his father are very good i like especially when he tells him he's not getting the throne and and that whole conversation in front of everybody again these people love public arguments public displays of of just being terrible to each other but yeah i I want you all to hear this first yeah (laughs) i do not like him he doesn't like me yeah by the way i i the one nice thing i always like is if you're going to do a shakespeare adaptation to take away not only the poetry, but to add fuck so many, so, uh, so perfectly. There are certain moments where it's like, yeah, man, that, get a fuck in there. That was King Charles II. <laughs> this is before him. Yeah. Um, I dug it. But uh, Get a little heated. Getting back to Shakespeare, yeah. uh, 
I'm not a huge fan of, of Shakespeare. Yeah. Uh, I actually prefer it when it's uh, used as a base yes. of stuff. Like yeah. You said uh, He's a great about you. story, and I understand yeah. people who truly love the poetry of his language yeah. to get in there, and he has some amazing quotes that obviously have lived on quite some time. Exactly. But as far as a Words whole, I yeah. do get kind of lost in that and i think that his but his stories are timeless everybody keeps ripping off shakespeare so you can't you know i've heard good things about the guy is what i'm saying chris uh but (laughs) i i i I too am in that where like that period is too far lost for me i feel it's way over my head and and yeah i feel uh dumb when everyone around me is like oh so good yeah oh i've seen good plays uh like of his performed and everything i can't complain but uh, at the same time, I do get lost in it sometimes. Yeah, I, I commend anybody who follows it, yeah. uh, performs it. Yeah. But, my God, I'm just, I, I sit there. I'm going to take this as a sound clip later. Shakespeare, overrated. What do you say? <laughs> True. No, yeah. I, I agreed. Yeah. I agreed. Why don't they do? <laughs> why don't they do more Scorsese in the park? Would that be too wrong? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Not enough robes. Oh, my yeah, God. yeah. <laughs> what wow. say you? What say you? <laughs> By the way, those, I think I wrote this in here somewhere in my notes. There are certain things that I've always wanted to like yell at people yeah. and have them actually have some kind of authority. I love like uh, what was it? So hold on. If it be war you seek, send the full weight of your army. Or like, take down these words and have somebody actually take down my words. Uh, I would love that so much. <laughs> I, I wanted to come in here and, and do certain things. What is the, I keep forgetting uh, the quote at the end uh, when he's interrogating, which, by the way, oh. always love uh, when he's interrogating William and he's yes. like up getting fitted. And yes. he's down below. He's like, don't come down here. And he keeps like yelling at him like a child, yeah. like, stay up there. Stay up there. Stay up there. Uh, and, he, and he's struggling <laughs> yeah. to get back up because he's yeah, because he's in a dra- like, oh, Yeah. God. Yeah. It's yeah. it's very comical, but I know it's supposed to be like one of the most intense things. But he swears in that, too, where he's like, tell me the fuck. It- I can't yeah. remember the quote now. And it's driving me crazy because uh, I didn't get to write it in my notes. Do you remember? I was going to say, I just saw this movie yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Which is I've been watching it on has, and off all weekend. Has, yeah. <laughs> has, uh, failed me. Um, but that's fine. But I, I, yeah. it, it gets very intense. And there's certain things that I'm just like, God, I want to be able to scream that at somebody oh, yeah. out of context yep. so soon from now. I, uh, well, re- rewatch it again. I know. And, uh, I seem know, to be keep rewatching it. Well, the big balls and tiny cock thing is very yeah. fun. Um, and his, his, uh, his, uh, yes, the hand gestures yes, that he has to use. Yeah. 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 So good. But it's, it's funny. Like, it didn't come together. I'm a little slow. Let me just put <laughs> that out there. Yeah. Uh, it didn't come together until that scene that I'm just like, William was not uh, forthright with his friendship. Right. And, and, yes. And being, being uh, you know, again, his confidant. Yeah. And I was like, wow. Like, yeah, uh, I don't how is this see a lot happen? of... Ooh, knife to the, the head. Yeah, you don't see a lot of period pieces with heel turns. It's usually things end oh, yeah. in some kind of battle or, or duel. Where the battle is away. not the third act or the very 
end of the movie is impressive. Right. One thing I did want to go over uh, definitely before we end yeah. is the use of women in here. Uh, I think it's incredibly telling, and I don't know how close it is maybe to the Shakespearean text, mm -hmm. but the use of women in here, every single main woman in here is a voice of reason. And I and it's something, uh, you know, if it's, Falstaff is probably the only person he largely can get as a trusted confidant in here. Okay. And, and that is, ends up being mostly short-lived because he only needs him, quote-unquote, when he's not his drunken younger self. That right. it, Once he's king and they're in the throes of battle, he, he has very good moments and he's very understated for a reason. I actually think one of the best speeches is when, uh, when they're in the room when they first have Falstaff. And uh, and they introduce him, and they kind of show. I thought I had it here somewhere. The uh, yes, I have tasked Sir John to join this campaign for one most vital reason alone. He respects war as only a man who has seen its most monstrous form can. He lusts after it not, but rather regards it with the grim sobriety that you and your men should hope he would. And I think that scene tells you what the movie's about. That that right there, where it's it's all about the reluctance to be what this monster was before you. It's a reluctance to keep the the constant state of war going. It's the reluctance to to keep the this generation of terrible, uh, irresponsible behavior that isn't echoing the the promise of the people and 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 giving them a moment's peace uh, and. And the the three women in here that really kind of hone in those things, his sister's conversation when they're walking yeah. uh, right the after he's uh, king and they have the dinner mm -hmm. and they have that conversation, she kind of intimates to him like that she's seen things that these other men have kingdoms of their own in their eyes. you know. Uh, yeah. So you can definitely see that she's helping him there. And obviously the, the biggest version of this is his new wife at the end of the movie where he has uh the french uh princess as his new wife and she's very plain and forthright yeah and and basically shows him everything basically just yeah. pulling the wool right over his eye and, and off of his eyes i should say and yeah. and and seeing everything plainly for the first time it would seem that you have no explanation for what you have done. You have shed the blood of so many Christian souls and yet... Before me now, all I see is a... young and vain and foolish man so easily riled. So easily beguiled. And seeing how duped he was and, and really trying to do it, especially to the point of the person I feel the worst, of course, because he died, is his cousin. Can you see a quicker fall from grace than, hey, cousin, I love you like a brother. I've known you longer yeah. than my sister. You're the best. Here's this cool mechanical bird that I've gotten as a gift. Yeah. You, I love you so much to... I don't know, 10, 15 minutes in movie time, he's getting his head chopped off. Yeah. So it's it's a very quick turn when you truly trust 
people that it turns into the Godfather all of a sudden. Pretty much. You know, it's it's you know, giving the the kiss and the kiss of death. Heavy is a head that wears a crown. Yes. It's so true. Yeah. I just made that up. So <laughs> write that down. I like that. Um take this down. Take, take down these down. words. Take down these words. <laughs> um it was uh that's true. Yeah. Uh, it's like yeah, she she was very matter of fact. Uh I do find it funny though that she's like uh Also, Johnny Depp's daughter. Right? Lily Rose Depp. Yeah. Who's only been in Kevin Smith movies that I'm aware of. Which, uh, Yoga Hosers, I, I am a fan of that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually, I felt like a 17-year-old girl. Yeah. Um, but she's really good. A uh, little drawback to that is uh, they both share dead end eyes in mm. that scene. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Are they going to fall asleep? What have we done? <laughs> um, but it's funny. Uh, she said... I don't speak English in France. I, I know exactly French. where you're going. And then suddenly, it bothered like, me so much. Yeah, and then she it quickly bothered. she turns quickly. She has better English than I do. Right. Yeah. 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 I only know a little bit. But here, let me say the here. biggest words you right. ever heard in my life. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, I, I that did bother me, but and, I think her performance and the m- message of her words outweighed it. But it yeah. did kind of go. Wait, didn't you? it took me out of it for a minute because i understand yeah. that like she's she's being betrothed yes to him yes out of duress yes but man she is uh she's quickly becoming uh her the the voice of reason yeah again. yeah um, i think i i I'd, I'd like to hear what you know edgerton and michelle thought they were doing with this or or our where it lies where the women's influence was whether that is trying to you know show signs of the time showing a more realistic portrayal than maybe even shakespeare did because largely back then most of the roles were men men yeah. uh or or whether this was something that they wanted to insert upon themselves because you know uh, to appeal to a more modern thought of what these things were because clearly not everybody was working in all men all the time. That's just right. kind of like how these texts end up coming out. But obviously, you know, hist- history will show a lot of, you know, female influences and things of that nature to show men the right way at times and be that voice of reason. Right. So I'm curious to see where that falls, whether that was a, a movie correction, something from the text, from the Shakespearean text, or is it something that, you know, just they, was their own purpose? There is uh, no reason amongst men in large groups. Mm, yeah. You need the influence of women. Yeah. Take down those words. <laughs> um, yeah, no, you're, we're like, all raised by women. And then, yeah. you know, uh, back then it's like, oh, okay, thanks. And then turn heel and then, yeah. you know, go a different way. But, you know, I, I think you need that, the influence. Because then it would just constantly be war after war after war yeah. in the, the films. But um, yeah, I think uh, everything you've you've noted, uh, especially for back then, is uh, it could have been intentional on Shakespeare's uh, writing. Right. Uh, to, to have mostly men. Uh, being able to just write for men because those are the performers. Right. You know, that may be... Uh, I mean, they did have female characters, obviously, yeah. like a Romeo and Juliet thing or something else uh, where men did play women 
often. Yeah. Um, so there obviously could be. I'm just less. I, it's been a while since I even watched the Branagh version. That was in yeah. college, uh, but I haven't read Henry the Henry the Fifth uh, in a very long time. Well, and and good on I them though. Slow. Yeah. Well, no, not <laughs> even that though. I mean, you know, it's it's good that it doesn't have that feel or the weight mm-hmm. of oh, this is a Shakespeare adaptation, so you kind of have to be up to those standards you can kind of like start from scratch if you're doing something fresh like an idea like this and you know it and it's it's not a poster that says william shakespeare's the king you know or something uh so back when these things happened more prominently in the late 80s and you know up to the mid to late 90s everything kind of was like so on the nose about it and wanted you to know that this is based yes. on something like that. Now people are trying to be more subtle and trying to to change the conversation around it or take the essence of things and putting their own spin on it. Because uh, I, I, I listened to an interview with Edgerton, I believe, that was done through Rotten Tomatoes, and he had said that I think he pitched uh, like a, a period war piece mm-hmm. to somebody, but then kind of was like, you know, it would kind of be like this, like kind of like Henry V and kind of like this. And he's like, well, wait, why don't I? Because you have to trick these studios sometimes yeah, to being like, here, here's previous IP. So you know where I'm coming from yeah. has some basis that you can grasp onto. So then he basically said, let me retell Henry V. And here I, we go. I think he... Uh He's capable of walking into a room and say, you know who I am, right? Come on. I would hope so by now. But I think, uh, you know. Because really, like. uh, We're in the age of the Irishman. The Irishman got cut by the major studios and had to be saved by Netflix. So, I mean. So, you never know with these stories. Nobody has carte blanche. You know, it used to be like, you know, a, a blank check to some of these people who who made you a ton of money over the years and can kind of just be like, do right by someone who has this artistic pedigree but then you know i was gonna say could you tell me uh a film that i know i'm putting you on the spot yeah can you tell me a film that joel egerton has been involved in that flopped not majorly but right. you know according to from a most- writer sense you mean um, from a writer producer instead of like an acting sense i was gonna say i think he, whatever he's acting in he has a, a say in what the script reads as well somewhat uh, i mean it's writes seemed, it or, or has his yeah influence i guess um, i mean because obviously bright not, was a flop but they're making another <laughs> but i mean it's but interesting I, I, flop I it was a critical flop because you have yeah. no idea with netflix it got a lot of views people watched it a yeah. lot so it was very popular and that was written directed by david ayers right uh sort of yeah. uh it was directed by david ayers but it was kind of co-written by um uh <laughs> max landis oh yeah that's right yeah, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> who is a complete douchebag and a sexual yeah. assault uh perpetrator uh so well, who is yeah. Who, yeah i know <laughs> that's just hollywood baby uh but no so but no. they're making a second one and just yeah. took the max landis part of it and david Ayers is going to direct that one too but isn't um, it funny something like that that you know was panned by well, and the Basically, dialogue is everyone. trash. 
It really you, know, you almost wish Edgerton wrote it. Right? It might have uh, improved a bit. Yeah, and he's but, not writing the second one either, so sorry, everybody. It's going to be somebody else, too, if yeah, you plan on right. watching Bright 2, that's which right. I will because I want to drag uh, my friends Adam Parisi and Pete Angelo, who uh, did the review for the first one on this uh, podcast. Uh, they have to come back and suffer through the second one with me. That's my that's my rule. <laughs> I, I, I am fair, <laughs> but, oh, man. but sometimes cruel. Uh, yeah. You're a tyrant. Yes. <laughs> um, well, I, I, not not that, yeah, just because you're a name, you don't get carte blanche. But, yeah. Uh, I mean, look it, at it's, it's funny look how many directors and writers who are on Netflix now because they've kind of not gotten what they wanted from the studio system. But that's the thing. And Netflix is not even considered a, a viable studio by the the elite yeah i mean they've only been making films original films for four and a half years maybe yeah i mean because the the first ones were uh beast of no nation and and the first adam sandler films and that was i think late 2015 and uh i was gonna say like there's studios like amazon Gets, yeah, uh, gets respected. Yeah, uh, I mean, look at look at HBO who's... films uh, gets respected, yeah. and yeah. come on, that was a cable provider. Yeah, you know, or um, cable company, or you know, yeah, home box office. So. Well, it's not TV. That's all I know. That's, it's that's just true. HBO. Um, <laughs> they should use yeah. that. As a campaign. <laughs> that is awesome. Print the t-shirts. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, times are changing. You can see yeah. in the Oscar kind of hopefuls for this year and even last year that it's a very fractured field yeah. like you even you have uh last year you had um what was it called civil war the civil war whatever that it was an international film that uh got some oscar nominate nominations and amazon picked that one up you had you know this year you have the report an Adam Driver movie that yep. went to Amazon. Netflix has three possible Best Picture nominees, plus Dolomite Is My Name got thrown in, plus uh, you know the laundromat yeah. in this movie were talked about before the release of... It was a big thing to, to see at Toronto International Film yeah. Festival or you know some of the other ones overseas. You had a lot of conversations around these streaming service films, and now... You know, obviously, The Irishman being the the latest one that's gonna you know drive everyone crazy and and see where that goes. But you know, a lot of a lot of the stories behind. If you listen to this podcast, you know, like a lot of the the things are. Hey, this was at Paramount. This was at Sony. This was at something, and they just went up. Oh, this guy yeah. lost in the shovel because either someone bowed out, the money got too great, something happened, yeah. uh, an actor you know bowed out something uh and then they just decide you know what let's shop it around and netflix likes to scoop up these ideas and 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 because they trust in people more than they trust in scripts they trust in the people to know what the good scripts are and then you go from there and and i think this is a good example a lot of times it's kind of like oh this is the the crappy movie by the best person i know (laughs) and 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 obviously people thought about that with what possibly might happen with the irishman we'll see but like you know noah bomback they're talking about marriage story like that might win best picture over the irishman and and this is that wouldn't even be the first good noah bomback movie on the platform so you know we'll we'll see uh we'll see where things are going to go whether 
maybe studios change their mind that they can actually make a mid-level movie and try to market it properly to make money in the yeah. theaters or you know or whether this is how it's going to stay i don't know but i know that i enjoyed this movie and and so did i yeah <laughs> are you are you willing to get because you didn't are you willing to give it the rewatch yeah i will I, i'll yeah. give it a rewatch yeah uh because yeah there's certain beats that you because uh, i think it does improve out. yeah yeah i uh I can you want to do that right now i want to watch you i want to watch you rewatch. <laughs> you watch me watching yeah it. see i told you that's what i want to do every few minutes yeah <laughs> see right there right yeah. there yeah don't look away yeah. why'd you look down take down these notes um uh, yeah write these words down <laughs> no that's not take these no take down these words take it's down a, these yeah. words yeah holy yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah sorry reading notes but I'm 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 almost almost saddened that this movie will get kind of overlooked. Uh, see, it's hit or miss with the uh, period pieces. Yeah. Um, but I think it mostly I mean, stuck the landing. I think it was great. I thought it was shot great. I, I thought it. Oh yeah, of you know, especially for it doesn't seem like it had the budgets behind it, and yet I think a lot of times it really nailed it. They. Uh, probably filmed on the same hillside at different angles <laughs> yeah put a castle in the background on that one yeah well uh as a person who uh had his ho- ho- uh, had his honeymoon in ireland um i can tell same. you i forgot you said that yeah uh that uh i did the countryside tour yeah um it is that it, it is very uh it's hard to differentiate between this hey look a castle yes. look uh, another ca- uh, yeah. slightly smaller castle yeah. oh look they turned that castle into a vacuum cleaner store isn't that sad <laughs> <laughs> true story by oh the way um but yeah i mean that was um something that uh, easily when they shoot these things like you're yeah. in scotland you're in ireland and it's just off the the cliffs and it's like all right we get this and this and it's all the same and yeah but uh you know good on them though they best yeah. good use of all that and good use of resources and and you told the story and and i enjoyed it yeah and uh again it made uh shakespeare palpable yeah palatable 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 <laughs> Pal- it tastes good <laughs> Well, I think you're very good too, oh, sir, at what you do. Uh, stop. Thank you for doing this. I appreciate it. Uh, you know, obviously, we had such a fun time uh, with uh, Captain Israel. I believe is what we. Uh, yes. Yeah. Captain yeah, Israel. yeah. Yeah. Which I. Uh, the, I, I the Red Sea Diving Resort uh, episode. Yep. Which people seem to enjoy uh, very much. So it's one of the higher. Uh, higher downloaded ones that we have so I, uh, that's pretty I awesome i want to know who these people are <laughs> i want to know if they really watch they this. want more content from arguing with myself oh my god which i, I wish I, I could put out more uh uh arguments well i'm proud of you in the sense of like when you were here last year like oh i need to write more i need to get more stuff and i think like right after we did our episode you you put all the fingers to the 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 keyboard there and uh pounded out some long-awaited reviews so i'm glad to see that that happened and then you're like i've had enough of this i'm gonna have my wife take over my social media for a month and i'm gonna check out as a human being so i'm glad you're here to like get you back in the fold so maybe this will get you to uh to maybe uh see some stuff give a nice uh end of the year and we can see some year in review stuff from you maybe or something no i don't think so (laughs) (laughs) but you give me the shot in the arm needed 
Hey man, to continue. That's what I'm here for. Uh, toiling over the uh, the words. Yeah, you got anything uh, on the horizon or anything that you're looking to to plug on Pinacomics.com or anything else or I, your Facebook page? I owe them a review. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm uh, still working on the uh, the Joker review. Okay, uh, I know it was you know. Uh, the movie came out last year, but it's, it's worth it. It's worth <laughs> yeah. it when the, uh, yeah. when the thing finally drops. Um, yeah, just uh, trying to stay with uh, with uh, the films that come out, be current with it. Yeah. Uh, more so than I have been the past six years. Right. Um, but uh, besides this, have you? What was the last good thing you saw? Spoiler alert! Uh, I did like uh, Joker. Okay. I really yeah. did. Uh, yeah. There's there's certain things about it that it, it really was it, it took me by surprise i was against it when it first came uh, right to uh the, the presses this, that the style was, of it that type of joker story you mean i didn't think we needed a joker story mm, yeah uh, you know he's the type of character that you, you he's you from parts unknown. unknown yeah exactly yeah. and then uh to have an origin of this character i'm like Come yeah on. yeah I, I when I uh, did you ever end up trying to watch Gotham or watch Gotham on oh, Fox? I, I, it's trash. It I, I didn't trash. like it. Yeah, my God, I, 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 I tried so hard to like it, and I did first not. season. Once they did the trying to tell the young child version of the Joker episode, I lost wow. my shit and ended the the my dalliance with that real quick. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, so that made me skeptical, of course, of. Of anything with this, but you know, yeah. uh, I I did give it a chance myself, and I did enjoy it too. But oh, it's it's not oh, a feel good movie of the the uh, no and the season and a lot of things that over time, uh, me thinking about it and hearing other things and kind of letting it stew, it's not holding as good right. of a thought in my head. Hmm. It's still good. Yep. I just have certain problems with it that I'm like, oh yeah, in the moment that that didn't sit right, and now I know why it doesn't sit right, and then you know it kind of goes from there. But in the moment, I thought it was a very good watchable and a great effort from Todd Phillips, and oh, yeah. and Phoenix is great. Oh yeah. Um, but you know, I do like my Joker as being kind of this agent of chaos out Menacing. of nowhere. Yeah, yeah like there's an element of surprise to him and a darkness and, and certain things that kind of, you know, the, the mental health angle is interesting the way yeah. they did it. Uh, but you know, it's kind of, you know, I also, you know, I've been doing a lot of, uh, Scorsese watching yeah. leading up to the Irishman. Obviously this is very much a taxi driver, King of comedy split, here that you know it's like okay well it's also largely not very original so yeah. those type of things like especially on rewatches of some yeah. of those old movies seeing exactly how much they borrowed from that and you're just like yeah okay so man well scrapping yeah. that review thanks. <laughs> thanks a lot nah man no i'm into it i'm yeah. hoping you know Give me more. Give me. Yeah. I I want to hear more about that, and hopefully you get that uh, out shortly, so people can yes. come find uh, for people to find you. Uh, remind the people where you can be found. Facebook, arguing with myself. Twitter, arguing w myself, and Instagram, arguing with. Nice. Right. So yeah. I, I'm I'm looking for an argument. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, that's, that's not with your daughter or wife. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 
No, no, I keep mum. Yeah, exactly. Because I don't want to get in trouble. Exactly. <laughs> well, you're not in trouble with me, man. This is always a pleasure. Appreciate uh, I appreciate it. you coming on and hope to, to see more of you in print. Uh, and, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, yeah, hopefully have you back on real soon. I appreciate it. Uh, always fun. All right, man. Thank Thanks. You.